Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS, and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth, and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, I am so excited to be back with the first episode of 2023. I cannot believe it is 2023. Remember in school when you'd come back after the new year and you'd still be writing like the old date on your homework? That's how I feel right now. I feel like what is what is time? What is going on? But I'm excited. We're going to be talking about the mindset shifts for 2023 that you need in order to really create your best year ever. And when I say best year ever, I mean health-wise, relationship-wise, wealth-wise, money-wise, career-wise, in all areas of life, like truly having the best year ever. So I have made my latte. I have been newly obsessed with the Bloom powders. I don't I don't know why it's been so long for me to discover these. I put the salted caramel one in my drink. Guys, it is so yummy. I like to either use full fat coconut milk and froth that, or I really like the Elmhurst brand of either a cashew milk or walnut milk or hazelnut milk because it's super creamy. So I'll do that, these little powders. I like superfood powders. I also have the nut nog one that I really love that I was using a lot over the holidays. And this one is like the solid caramel one. Santa brought it in my stocking. It is delicious. And I love that there's superfoods in it. There's maca in this one. So there's different ones for different things. And they taste yummy. They're good for you. They've got little benefits in them. And... We're all for things that have benefits that also taste really, really yummy. So I will be sipping that because it's delicious. All right, but let us jump into the mindset shifts that you need for 2023. I have how many? I have eight. So probably all going to build off of each other. But again, don't just listen to this episode and then kind of throw it out the window. Like I actually want you to not only listen to this episode, but actually like save this episode. You can do that uh, for sure on iTunes or like the podcast app. I'm assuming on Spotify you can too. Just save this episode so you can come back to it whenever you feel like you need to work on your mindset, re-listen to it, come back, take notes, listen to it multiple times over because yeah, they're really, really good. So with that being said, let us jump into number one, your... Number one, I would say mindset shift for 2023 that will change your life if you so choose to shift this is the victim mentality. Now, I've talked about this before, but the reason I want to draw it to first and the reason I want to talk about it first is that the victim mentality is like the huge thing that I see hold most people back. And if you're not familiar with victim mentality, it is essentially the thought that things happen to you instead of for you. Um, you know, it's 
must be nice for that kind of person. I can't do that because of this belief or block, or I can't do this because of this upbringing, or this was my situation, etc. And in no way am I taking away from, you know, experiences where you are a victim of something. What I am doing is not staying stuck in it is kind of the key. So things can happen to you and then you get stuck. And I say to you in quotations. And then you kind of get stuck kind of like in quicksand where you can't get out. Or they can happen for you. And so that's where you really want to not only be aware of emotions and process emotions, but you want to be able to move through it. So the key is victim mentality will keep you stuck because you absorb that as your story. And then you have that story which limits you from then growing, expanding, healing, and bringing what you want to bring in. You know, if we think about it with our health, a common one I see is, oh, you know, I can't lose weight. It's, it's my genetics. <laughs> Let me tell you, genes turn off and on. Even though, if that's the case, you can literally turn your genes off and on by the foods you eat, by your inflammation levels. Like, we can completely change that. Or, you know, I can't because I have a thyroid condition. Well, we can get rid of your thyroid condition. We can completely heal that. So, like... But do we see how we can absorb stories and labels and then, you know, that just becomes our life. Another one is like, oh, you know, I can't because I have anxiety. You might actually have anxiety. I don't disagree with that. As someone who suffered with debilitating anxiety for many years, I understand how you can rule your life. However, when you have the story of like, oh, no, it's not possible because I have that, you are literally affirming and you are creating the reality of that continuing to be the dominant force in your life. So then of course nothing changes because you've decided that nothing can change because of that. And so what I really want you to get out of this is that you are a powerful co-creator. So once you change your mentality and change your story and stop you know, being a, a victim to it and deciding something different, everything else starts to change, right? So really start to sit down, who knows it's itchy, and think about where are you telling, here I'll say that again because like, I interrupt with nose itchiness really start to take inventory of the stories you are telling yourself, especially in areas where you feel stuck. Um, let's, cause we talked about relationships, we haven't talked actually relationships, we talked about um, health, we talked about, you know, those things. Let's give a context in terms of money and relationships. Oh, I'm never going to find someone, there's no good men out there. Great. You say that, that's going to be your reality. If it's like, oh, it's not possible to make that amount of money, I can't make that amount of money in my job, in my blah, blah, blah. Great, you say that, that is what's going to happen to you. I cannot tell you. I work with so many people who aren't even entrepreneurs who are in like corporate or nurses or things like that and they manifest promotions, tens of thousands of dollars. Like it's, again, watch the stories that you're telling because your victim mentality is going to keep you stuck. As soon as you take radical responsibility and not in a shameful way, like if this is like your mind blowing, oh my God, I just realized based on what Liv was saying that I've been creating all of this around me and I've been maybe stuck in the victim mode, no shame, but just use this as a chance to like, huh, all right, no shame attached to that. We were in it, we're not in it now. How can I expand out of this? What new stories and new structures do I need to create in my life? for me not to be stuck in victim mentality anymore. I cannot tell you, the people who think that it's not possible with, will be the people who don't create it. You actually have to believe that it's possible in order for things to change. And that's why I continuously try to show as many expansive things on my Instagram and stuff like that, not in a way of like, hey, look at me, but in a let me show you this to expand you, to show you what's possible, to show you that 
you can have debilitating anxiety and heal from it. So I show my story, I show my clients. I was recently talking about a client um, on my Instagram. We've been working with her debilitating anxiety where she couldn't go in elevators, planes, etc. It would control her whole life. She's now going in elevators. She's now working on like, now the fact that anxiety is lifted from her life, she no longer has to think about it as a factor. She's went through Christmas, which is normally like a very anxious time. She's like, it's not even something I had to address. And she didn't think that was possible, right? So there's that, whether it's, I don't know, your bloating, your thyroid issues, your money issues, like no matter what it was, I try to show you examples of both my clients and me. And I, you know, I share with you the $30,000 promotions people get, you know, people in wealth activation who did the work and then now they're, you know, manifesting Louis Vuitton and they're manifesting promotions and love into their life and, you know, all that stuff. Relationships, if you've been in Land the Man, if you've been in Goddess, if you've been in like all these things, I show you them because I want you to see as many examples of proof as you can. So if you ever need proof, like come to my Instagram, browse through the highlights, depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking for a relationship or wealth or health inspo, to see that it's possible for you and to see that they are no different from you. All right, they are not special in the terms where it's like, it's possible for them and not for you. If it's possible for them, it's possible for you. If it's possible for me, it's possible for you. And that's really what I aim to show. But I really want you to really take hold in 2023 of your victim mentality because when you start being the co-creator of your life instead of the victim of it, everything starts to change. Which brings me to my second mindset shift for 2023. I'm actually thinking I might do also, whether it's a podcast episode or a live, kind of like on the lessons from 2022. Uh, so I think, and I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast that I might be doing that, but I'm trying to keep that separate from the mindset shifts, even though kind of the lessons I learned in 2022 is definitely one of the things I'm going to be talking about. But the number two thing is that when you ask for something, you don't always simply receive it, but do not let that mean that it's a sign that something is not for you or not working for you. And what I mean by that is, let's say you want to manifest, I don't know, more money. You're asking for more money from the universe you are going to manifest the experiences, challenges, and personal power that is required to hold it. And I've said that countless times. I've said it on my stories. I have a quote on my Instagram page. I say it to my clients. I say it all the time because when you ask for something, you need to be able to hold it, right? And so oftentimes people get discouraged. Like, you know, I'm doing, let's say, this mindset work on money, but then I'm manifesting these quote-unquote money situations or it's not, you know, happening or I've had these bills and then this came in. But those things are coming in because it's pointing you to something that you need to clean up. So in order for you to hold more money, you need to clean up maybe some of your money beliefs, some of your wounds of growing up around money. If you're trying to bring in new, your new health or you know healing your health symptoms, your bloating, your PMS, etc., it's going to challenge you maybe in your feminine energy and you're going to have resistance and you're going to have experiences that are like, can you hold this? Is this actually true? And your response to that dictates everything. So what you really need to remember is that, yes, things are working for you, but instead, like, is this a challenge? Is this a lesson of personal power? Is this an experience that is required of me in order to hold it? And I'm probably going to dive deeper into this in my lessons, whether it's a live or a podcast. Make sure you're following me on all platforms so that you can see. Oh, and join the portal because I'm thinking I might do this as a live in the portal because I love talking to you guys live. So join the free portal. It's just a free community that I like to interact with you guys in. So join that down below. But you need to be able to hold it. Let's say you want to, I know there's a lot of like people, entrepreneurs listen to this podcast, like mentors, coaches, healers. 
you want more clients, you need to be able to hold more clients. You need to build the energy to hold more clients. You need to be able to have the systems in place. You need to be I don't know, able to, you want to have an online business, you need to be able to take the backlash. Like, does it wave your personal power if you get troll comments? Like, you need to be able to hold it. And that's what I think some people don't really understand when they're trying to manifest, you know, whether it's love or money or a business or clients or it doesn't matter what it is. There are experiences that you need to be able to go through in order to hold it. And so whatever you're trying to create kind of in, in 2023, really think about what is required of me in order to hold it and how have there been experiences maybe up until now or are there experiences that are coming into my life and how can I welcome them in because that's going to teach me to hold it, right? Very, very important and that's a great mindset shift because it doesn't mean that things are not possible for you. It doesn't mean things are going wrong. It just means that you need to be able to hold it. Number three, mindset shift for 2023, you need to fall in love with the process. And as, I feel like this is, again, definitely a somewhat overlap, but I'm going to be going deeper into this, into the lessons, and there'll be more lessons in the other one. But you need to fall in love with the process of co-creation. Because if you are not falling in love with the process, is it that Ferris Bueller quote? It was like, if you don't stop and look around once in a while, like life's going to pass you by, something like that. If you are not in love with the process of co-creation and you're constantly attached to an outcome, you're not actually not going to enjoy yourself along the way. And this is where people get trapped in, in the next, in the next, in the next, and the not enough, and the not enough, and not enough. And then you go through life and like that's the reason why things don't happen for you is because you're not in love with the process. You have to be in love with the process, not just the end result. So it can't be like a tedious thing of, oh, you know, now I have to do my money stuff, now I have to do my money work, now I have to meditate. Like, that's not going to, your energy towards that because you're not in love with the process is not conducive to creating what you want to create. It's like how when I say you can't lose weight from a place of hate because it's just going to come back, right? You can't shame yourself into healing because the energy behind that is going to dictate the outcome of your results. You actually have to love yourself into healing. And that's why people like to lose weight and then it comes back, etc., because you're doing it from a place of hate instead of love. And so just think about that in a larger context if we're even thinking about money, you know, money might come in but then goes out because you're not falling in love with the process of it. So whatever you're trying to create this year, whatever you want to manifest, bring in, experience, whatever you desire, you need to fall in love with the process of it. Yeah? All right. Let me take a sip. I can't tell you how much I've been in love with, like, my little elixir lattes ever since I visited my friend Christina, Christina Rice in San Diego. Like I've been obsessed for months with like different elixirs, different days. Like some of it's more chocolate is now it's like the salted caramel, sometimes it's the nut hog. It's, it's like a little ritual. I love it. Anyways, let us move on to number four. Number four is your nervous system is overloaded. So your mind can't work. And what I mean by this and why like the mindset thing that you need to shift is that if your nervous system is overloaded, the mindset stuff can't actually do the work properly because there's no time to process and it's overloaded. Think about it like jamming too many papers into a paper shredder, right? Nothing is going to get through if you're overloading it. So I really want you to think about refinement when you're like shifting your mindset and I really want you to think as, instead of doing 50 things half-assed and jabbing 50 papers into it, can you focus on like a few pep, like one paper at a time or two papers and fully shredding it? 
versus, you know, I don't know, I'm going to meet the love of my life and heal my health completely and become a multimillionaire or whatever in like two months. Well, yes, it's possible, but as a lot of papers put through the paper shredder at one time and nothing is going to get through versus if you do one by one, you can actually get through a lot of papers more than trying to like get and cut through all of them at the same time. Hopefully that analogy makes sense, but there's a reason I harp on about nervous system. Your nervous system, if it's overloaded with past beliefs, past trauma, it, it's trying to get through too much and your nervous system can't hold it because there's too much garbage in your system, right? If there's, we're gonna use a cup analogy again, and cup full in a bad way, I'm holding up my cup, you can't see it, but if your cup is full of like all these negative beliefs and trauma, and this is your nervous system, your cup is your nervous system, and it's filled almost to the brim of like trauma, shit, limiting beliefs, your friend Sally who's negative and doesn't believe you can do whatever, and your parents who think, you know, you should have a nine to five, I don't know, whatever it is. And there's only a tiny bit room to create your best year ever. That's not really going to work, right? It's not really enough space because your nervous system is overloaded, which is why processing trauma, emotions, and beliefs and restructuring them is so important. It doesn't matter if that's for your health, your money, your career, your relationship, it does not matter. You really need to look at your nervous system and if it's like, you know, I've been doing all this stuff and nothing's been working, it's perhaps like you actually can't hold it and you actually might be manifesting the experiences, lessons, and personal power in order to hold it, like we said from the previous mindset shift. So it's like forcing things to come up and you're like, well, things are coming up, I'm so emotional, all this is happening and it's like, it's actually happening, coming up for you to clear that shit so that your vessel can get bigger so that you can actually hold more. And so versus resisting it and looking at like there's not enough, it's like, all right, how can I empty my cup in a good way and clear the vessel? So also really look at that. When things aren't sticking, where can you clear the vessel and where is there beliefs, structures, traumas, emotions that need to be processed in order for you to have your best year ever? Speaking of which, before we dive into number, what is it, number five, if you guys have not joined the Best Year Ever Masterclass, highly recommend. And the reason I recommend this is because I really wanted to create a low-cost offering to help you have your best year ever, but you can listen to this throughout the year to really reset you. Not only are we going to be like doing everything you need to create your best year ever, like I'm going to be explaining the how of what I do in order to do that, it goes beyond journaling. Okay, I'm not going to just sit there and tell you to like, I want you to journal your best year ever. Let's all go on Pinterest and make a vision board. Sure, that's useful. But like, I know a lot of people who have a vision board that doesn't come to life. And what I want to tell you is like, when I create my vision boards, I frequently have to change them multiple times throughout the year because they come together so quickly. They come into my reality quick. And in order to do that, it's not just simple as like making a vision board and putting it as your background. But that can be the little thing that helps. This is like beyond the basic bitch stuff. And I'm just gonna be honest because I know a lot of you guys are beyond the basic stuff. And I really wanna give you value in terms of, all right, you have the vision board, you have all that. What is the actual tangible stuff you need to do in order to bring that to life? So that's what we're gonna be covering in Best Year Ever Masterclass. You also get my Quantum Leap reprogramming track, which is next level. The amount of DMs and messages that I've got that you guys are in tears, you're having emotional releases. It's so powerful and I've thrown that in as a bonus so that you know when you have emotions that are coming up, when you have things, if you're not able to join like Glow or one-on-one or kind of my higher level programs, you can use this track to kind of like help you for where you are at right now and it is super powerful. So you get all that, you get the recording and you're gonna get exactly everything I do to create my best year ever. So really join that if you haven't already. We will leave the link for that down below. But continuing on with the mindset shifts you need to make, 
Number five, remove attachment. Oh my God, attachment, attachment's the worst. I will just be honest with you. Attachment is one of the shifts that you really need to work on because you can have these desires, but if you are in scarcity and lack and you are so attached to happening, it's not going to happen. Whether you're attached to losing weight, whether you're attached to making money, whether you're attached to getting pregnant, whether it does not matter, no matter what it is you are attached to, we gotta remove that because that's a state of lack. Because if you were very sure that it's going to happen, you wouldn't be attached. Let me repeat that. If you were sure that it was going to happen, you wouldn't be attached. And there's a quote I really like from The Course in Miracles, which is basically a more eloquent version of what I said, which is, those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. Now, waiting does not mean it's going to take longer. No, no. It will actually happen faster the less attached you are to it. Because there isn't a scarcity lack, and there isn't like that needy, clingy energy. I'm sure we've all been in situations where something or someone was needy or clingy to us, and it's like no part of that wants to gravitate to you, right? Whether that's a relationship, money, doesn't matter. If you can detach, now what you actually need to know in order to like shift from you know a state of attachment to non-attachment is like what part of you believes that it's not possible or it's not going to happen. Because chances are there are beliefs, structures, emotional traumas that are within your body that you're holding in your vessel still that is telling you that, oh, I need to be attached to the outcome because you are in scarcity of it. You know, I need to make X amount of money. I need to find this relationship. I need to, you know, get pregnant this amount of time. It doesn't matter. Your attachment to it. That's why you always hear stories of like, oh yeah, when I stopped thinking about it, when I stopped becoming focused on it, you know, I got pregnant. Or when I stopped thinking about it, we can focus on the money, the money comes. And that's always what happens. Right? So really think about where you need to remove attachment in your life to things happening where you're attached to the outcome. And normally you're attached to the outcome, like I said, because you are in a state of lack and or you are making the outcome mean something about yourself. Oh, when I make X amount of money, then I'll be enough. Oh, when I meet the relationship, then I'll be happy. We all know you gotta be happy first, otherwise you're not gonna manifest the right relationship. Oh, you know, or when I get pregnant, this whatever happens, right? Think about all these things. Where are you in attachment? And what do you believe that achieving that will either give you or mean about you? And normally you're attaching a meaning of success, a meaning of worthiness, a meaning of love, etc. Where are you attached and where do you need to kind of let go of that attachment? Where are you chasing? Chasing is not good. We, we don't want to chase something. We want to be chased. Which brings me to number six. You have limiting beliefs that you need to clean up. And we all have limiting beliefs. No one is perfect. Like I'm always working on my beliefs. I'm always trying to expand them, bring them to new levels, recode things. Like that's why I talk about this stuff is because you're, it's a skill that if you start to do, then you can start to apply at every level, right? So let's say you have beliefs that Money is evil, money is bad, greedy people or rich people are greedy, all that kind of stuff. Then, well, that's not a very like, why would money want to come to you, right? Limiting beliefs around that. If you have beliefs that all men are bad, it's hard to find men. Like, again, you gotta clean up those beliefs because how are you going to then bring that in? So like your mindset is key here. If you believe that like there is the most beautiful, like amazing relationship out there for me and it's getting closer to me every day. If you believe money loves me, money comes to me every day, people love to pay me, uh, you know, 
work is easy, like all these types of stuff, your mindset dictates everything. And I know I've talked about this before, both in like really micro examples and really macro examples. I'm going to give a, a recent one. So we went skiing. You know, my fiance last week. Was it last week? Time's weird. Over the Christmas, that week between Christmas and New Year's when no one knows what date is, went skiing for the first time in like seven, maybe eight years. <laughs> it was kind of like riding a bike, but not as easy as riding a bike. I was like, after like the first few hours, we kind of got into it and I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of remember what I'm doing. Um, it was never like I was an amazing skier, but either way, I'd skied before, skiing again. And the mindset I had, like I could have had the mindset of like, oh my God, what if I fall down? What if like, this is going to be so hard? You know, it's been so long since I've done this. You know, I don't know, I can't do this. You know, and so many times people are doing things in their head, they're like, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. And when you say like, don't fall, all you do is fall because the universe isn't here, don't. All here is just fall. So the whole time I'm going down the, the mountain because we started doing some of the more like longer, tougher runs, um, like the first afternoon and the second day, all I was saying was like, I'm an amazing skier. I am a black diamond skier. And this is what I was saying in my head as I was going down. Let me tell you, I'm a better skier when I say it in my head. When I play tennis, I say tennis is easy. And I'm a better tennis player. When I go bowling with my fiance, the times where I'm in my head and I'm like, saying I'm an amazing you know, bowling player, I get a strike. Those are the times like I get a strike, right? So your mindset can really co-create your reality, both in like those micro things, like when you're skiing, and in macro things, if you want to talk about relationships, money, health, etc. Like, if you're, and I know it can be hard, especially when you're dealing with like health symptoms, like bloating. I was there with like the bloating, the acne. Let's take acne for example, or any kind of skin condition. You know, when it's present in your face, it's like it's hard to not identify that. It's hard to not focus on that. Of like, you know, the the pimples on your skin or the rash or whatever it is. But if you are constantly affirming that, then like that's what's going to happen, right? Your mindset towards it's going to be very different so really think about and again go through the different categories of your life and really think about where you need to clean up your beliefs and where they they need some reprogramming where they need some rewiring and then again come to the best um year ever masterclass where we're going to be like doing some live work i'm going to be helping you work through them live so that we can recode them into your system but definitely number one is becoming aware of them and again we will link that down below i don't know if i said that but we will link that down below Okay, number seven, mindset shift for 2023. And this is major. This is what I talk about in a lot of my higher level programs. So um, Wealth Recode, which is going to be a new one coming, I think, in like March. I haven't decided the date. This is what we do in low level two. So if you've been through kind of like the basic stuff, this is that next level. Um, we also did this in Bridging the Gap. But that is get out of logic. You need to set your standards higher than what logically makes sense. The reason I have an exceptional life is because I have exceptional standards. Like I need to make that a quote, star that I'm not your life is for my podcast editor. That's why. If you, what is that quote? If you shoot for the moon, you'll land amongst the stars. If you're operating in the realm of logic, you're not allowing any magic to come into your life. And logic is normally obsessed with the how, right? How can that happen? How is that going to be possible? How am I going to meet someone? How am I going to do this? It's not your job to worry about the how. That's the universe. But if you are really trapped and your mind is trapped in logic, there is no, there's no room. All right, you're going to constantly be wondering, how am I going to do this? It's not possible because you're in your head with logic. Now I understand that there is a time and a space for logic. Like logically, 
I'm not going to become a, like a, I don't know, NBA player tomorrow and get like, get signed with Bob. Like, I understand that. But what I'm talking about logic, I mean logic and like, you know, how am I going to get a raise? Like, no one gets a raise in my company, this blah, blah, blah. I, I like this example because I have a client who got a $30,000 raise in her company, which was no one has ever been gotten that amount of a raise in that short of a time at her age, at her position, at her company. But it's possible. Why? Because she doesn't operate in logic. So that's why I want you to really kind of like throw logic out the window in terms of possibility, because when you invite possibility into your life, well, the universe will kind of swing into action. So I really want you to get out of your head when it comes to logic, and I want you to instead move with your heart as your compass. Your heart is your compass. Your mind and your logic is not your compass, because that will always like chime in with the limiting beliefs. And that's where we go back to, you know, really cleaning up those limiting beliefs that I mentioned in the other mindset shift. So this mindset shift is really getting out of logic because your mindset rules to show. And if you believe it's not possible for you based on shitty standards, based on the standards that other people have around you, well then you're not gonna create an exceptional life. Which kind of brings me into, maybe this is really the last one, or no, I think I have one more. As we're gonna build on to the last, like this is maybe 7.5 and then I have eight is really look at what you are surrounding yourself with. In order to shift your mindset, you need to look at what are the dominant forces contributing to maybe your lack mindset or your not so positive mindset right now. And I'm not saying that you have to like cut off every single person that you talk to, but really start becoming aware of the type of people you surround yourself with and are they expanders, are they not? Like, can you get into groups or environment, or listen to podcasts, or join programs, can you do things that are going to expand you, that are going to really allow you to step out of that logic and into a more exceptional standard, right? So really look at where and what you are surrounding yourself with, because that's going to be kind of like the, the dominant vibration. And in order to shift your mindset, when you see other people with the, the mindset, like you naturally absorb it. That's why they say you become the five people you surround yourself with. When you surround yourself with those people, like-minded people, expansion people, instead of people who don't believe or don't, etc., everything in your world starts to change, right? Because they provide that expansion example energy for you. So what I really want you to think about, and just like I said, 7.5 is like 7, mindset shift 7 is getting out of logic, and 7.5 is like looking at who and what you surround your, yourself with, because that is going to dictate and really allow yourself to not only set exceptional standards, but see what's possible. Which brings me to my last mindset shift, which I think is like kind of like the biggest one. And that is, well, one of the biggest ones. You have to stop responding to lack. Like you have to stop responding to what you don't see, to what's not there, to what's not happening. And this is not in like in a bypassing way. This is in a, you have to start responding to a reality that you don't see yet not the one that's in front of you. And I think the people who quantum leap, the people who, you know, that I see with my clients and, you know, my growth, is that when you're responding to a reality that you don't see yet, you force the universe to quantum leap you. Versus if you are responding necessarily to your current, then you're affirming your current and you're creating your current. So if you're responding, I don't know, let's say, you're responding to your life as someone who's like, 
maybe has PMS still, bloating, etc. If you respond to life from someone who's like that, then that's what you're going to get. If you respond to your life like someone who makes, I don't know, X, whatever amount of money, then that's the reality you're going to get. You have to start responding like your life is the reality that you desire, not your current one. You have to start responding like you are with the love of your life. You have to start responding like you have the health that you desire. You have to start responding like you have the money that you desire. You have to. And this is like, this sounds basic, but I guarantee if you were to look at all the micro shifts in your day to day that need to happen in order for that to really land and how often like you respond to lack, like it is all these micro adjustments that build momentum and really compound so that you can actually shift things. So really start to look at like, where do I need to stop responding to lack? Where do I need to tell a different story and structure? Where do I need to get out of victim in order to stop responding to lack? The more you can get out of lack, and I don't mean, again, bypassing. We're never bypassing it. We don't bypass here. We acknowledge, feel, and move through. Hmm. The more you can stop responding to that, respond to a reality that you desire, I promise you, your whole life is going to change you will have your best year ever. Yeah? Okay. I hope these mindset shifts were either reminders for you, because we all need reminders. This was even reminders for me as I'm saying them. Reminders and or now you know them. Go through all eight of these. Really think about them in your life. Again, I put up these podcast episodes because if you were actually to sit down and do them and apply them, you will get so much change in your life. Join the Best Year Ever Masterclass. It's low cost. It's under $200. You also get the Quantum Leaping Your Programming Track. You can use that daily. You're going to use the practices we do in the class. You can come back to it. And it's going to be fun because everyone who's joining, we're all going to be creating our Best Year Ever. So it's a fun little like community. So that's going to be so much fun. We're going to leave that down below. Do not forget that if you have any questions or you have requests for topics you want me to talk about, just send me a message on Instagram. If you like these episodes, if you find them useful, I love for you to share them, talk about them to your friends, send them to a friend, post about them because that way I can help more people and we can get more people having their best year ever and get them out of black and get them into all of the yummy, juicy abundance that is meant for them, right? So that being said, I hope you guys are having a fabulous day and I will see you in the next episode.